You're listening to the Franchise Freedom Podcast with Giuseppe Grammatico. Welcome to the Franchise Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Giuseppe Grammatico, your franchise guy, the show where we help corporate executives experience time and financial freedom via franchising. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, Today, we have a topic that uh, we talk about every single day. So one of the most uh, important topics, and it's the topic around things you should be looking for um, in a business. How do I know I have found the right business? And this is very specific to the um, to the to the person and, and to their situation. So I wanted to talk in broad terms as to what to think about and some secrets and things I've, I've learned uh, throughout my years in, in business ownership and franchise ownership. So again, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for the content. Uh, you know, a lot of the content that we um, and shows are based off the questions that we get, direct questions and comments from uh, the podcast itself and the videos, social media questions we get with the people we work with both with people that ended up, you know, buying a franchise and people that didn't buy a franchise because it's all relevant. So, uh, so things. Um, so I, I, I like to I like to start these off with when I when someone asks me how do how do I what to look for in a business or what's most important and really I, I, I ask the question back to them and and start off with what is your why and you know what does life look like five ten years down the road uh, for you to be really happy. With, with your decision? What's the ideal life look like? And there's no right or wrong answers here. And that's why this isn't black and white. But what I, what I feel is black and white, very direct is, is figuring out your why. So, you know, the why, the why is important because the why is the motivation uh, for wanting to do this. And maybe the, the best way is giving my example. Um, why is it important, if that makes sense, is business ownership, it's, uh, it's not this steady incline. You know, you start here and there's going to be bumps in the road. Uh, things are cyclical. The economy, interest rates, there's so many different factors. You have a bad day, an employee leaves, and, and the list goes on. So uh, that motivation is what is going to get you through the good times and the bad times. Um, and I can say that from 20 years of, uh, of experience. So my why is so maybe giving an example will will uh, make this a little clearer. My why w- was simple. My why was it was two, 2007. We were looking to start a family and I had a two and a half hour commute each way door to door into New York City. And I knew that uh, with that commute, uh, if we had uh, when we had children, I would never see them. So my why was family being there for them, growing our family and starting our family and uh, I, I wanted the time freedom. So to me, uh, financials are very important, but time freedom was important. So I started my business, uh, my first franchise, I should say back in, in 07. And did I make as much as I made in my W-2 job? No, but that is strict. You know, you're looking at compensation, but if you add in the value added to the business, uh, the tax benefits and things like that. Maybe I did exceed. I don't know the exact numbers, but you know, you 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 look at a couple things. You look at the income you make. You look at the tax advantages, but you also look at for every dollar that you make as an owner, um, what what multiple can I get? Is it two? Is it three? Is it five or more? Uh, can I get when I go to sell the business? And that's one area I notice people don't think about, and, and maybe that's just because they don't know about that. So. Lots of things to think about when you go ahead and maybe have a 10-year plan 
uh, and and are looking to sell the business ten years down the road. So, uh, so so the why is, is crucial. Wanting to make more money is great, but truly digging deep. Why uh, do you have a job that you don't like? It is the goal, and this is kind of going into uh, another section here. But is the goal to make enough uh, or make as much as you're making at your W two job, and to the point where you can leave and not have to report and work for someone else. So, you know, business ownership isn't for everyone. And that's why I like to educate and tell people there are going to be bumps in the road, ups and downs. Uh, but you, you go along with it. You have that plan. You stick to the plan. You, you, you know, you have to sometimes change things up a little bit, but the focus is growth. And again, you know, why you're getting into this business, the, 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 the overall why. Um, other things to, to consider, again, no right or wrong. It's not well, which is the best way? It all depends on the person's situation. Is is looking at, you know, your employees. Uh, that's that's another aspect. Do you want a large number of employees? Do you want uh, prefer W two employees or, or ten ninety nine contractors? Some people there, you know, there's differences to the two, and some people prefer one versus the other, and some people aren't really sure. So you know, we we tend to look at uh, businesses that offer both or either or, I should say. Another thing is, where are you located? Is this a remote business where you're going to be virtual? Is this a business that you can live in Europe? You can live in South America and be able to do business in, in the US. Um, is it an investor type, more of a semi-passive model where the franchisor is running the day-to-day -day for you for an added fee? Uh, no catch here. There is a fee in, involved in this, but is the franchisor running the day-to-day -day for you? allowing you to spend much less time in the actual business, almost like an alternative from uh, from the stock market while owning the underlying business? Or is it more semi-absentee where you're a lot more involved, but maybe the time frame is give or take 10 or 20 hours a week, uh, you know, depending on the, the franchisor and, and what they're able to provide from a, a support standpoint, from a marketing standpoint, turnkey marketing, call center, and things like that. To a you know an empowered manager that could really run the day to day for you and, and make some of those difficult decisions, uh, so they're not waiting on you to approve those and and you end up being a bottleneck in the business. So, other other aspects to look at, right? Where you're located? Is it working from home? Is it um, is it a, a physical location that your your staff is going to? You know, home based service businesses or, or, or service businesses that have a small office. You are the employees. You the, the staff are going to the customer. You know, maybe it's a it's a small business. Maybe it's a uh, going to a homeowner and um, painting and and offering uh, cleaning or whatever service. You know, roofing, siding, windows uh, versus a brick and mortar location where you're going to a physical location. And the staff is reporting there, and the customers are coming to you. Different business model. Which is better? Neither. I, again, this is really it's really knowing the differences between. Uh, you know, all the, the, the types of businesses so that you can make that educated decision. Uh, brick and mortar tend to, are going to be typically more money just because there's a build out and it's going to take six to 12 months or more to get open. Depends on is it, is it a standalone building? Is it in a shopping center? Is there a lot of work to be done? Minimal work? Um, you know, can you negotiate immediately with, with a landlord? You have funds available. There's so many different factors, permits, getting approval from the franchisor. So again, I, you know, I, I look at it this way. If you prefer to work from home, then you stick to your guns and work from home. If you prefer to have a, 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 maybe a small office outside 
the home, you stick to your guns and that's the, the business you focus in. There's plenty of companies out there. Um, you know, and, and really obviously, you know, if you prefer one, I, I think it's going to be at the end of the day, more sustainable because you'll enjoy doing that than being miserable going to a physical location every day and vice versa. If you hate working from a small office, you may want to look at a, a retail location. But my, my thought process is that you categorize the why you categorize, you know, the employees, the location, the type of ownership. If you're, um, you know, uh, going to be more of an investor model, extremely hands-off, kind of an in-between hybrid, I call it a semi-absentee, which is probably the most popular in, in the area. I see uh, much more uh, diverse uh, uh, um, listing of franchises. The investor model is still relatively new. So there's really a handful out there. Um, but the semi-absentee is that hybrid, right? It's not really, it's more, you know, 10 to 20 hours a week, give or take. It's going to vary in, in a lot of factors, including, you know, as I mentioned, uh, the empowerment of that manager. But you know, taking a look at all that and just, uh, you know, putting it all together. The industries c- could be important as well in, in a way to scale the things down. Uh, sometimes I, I remind people that the industry you're in, such as if you're in the painting business, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be painting or ever touching a paintbrush or roller. It just may be that that's the service you're offering. So keeping that in mind that the role, which is another part of this, Maybe similar. So, a painting business, a um, roofing business, or a mosquito spraying business may all have the same role in the business, which is another uh, piece to this. What are you doing daily? What do you enjoy doing? All those three businesses, those examples I just gave, may have the same role, and that role is overseeing the marketing to make sure it's working, and that, you know, utilizing the KPIs, what you're, you're looking at daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, annually, uh, with your uh, representative coach that's assigned to you, um, going to chamber of commerce events, uh, you know, jumping on uh, webinars and workshops and podcasts just like this, and talking about your brand and and what you're able to do. So, you know, being a cheerleader basically for for the brand, right? Really letting everyone know you're there, what you do, and and, and networking. So, in all three businesses, as I mentioned, it can all be the same role in the business. Um, you may just have a, a real specific preference on an industry. And that's fine. And we start to narrow down the search. Remember, there are roughly 4,000 franchise companies in the US alone and in about 70 to 75 different industries. So there is businesses in, in all aspects, all different types of ownership, investor uh, investments uh, from uh, pet waste removal to your traditional brick and mortar um, you know, uh, restaurants, to business coaching, to uh, services where you offer to lower expense for small business, eyelash extensions, f- uh, boutique fitness, you know, functional training, group training, full body uh, massages. I think I mentioned to um, you, you, you name it, uh, mobile pet grooming. So there's really a franchise in just about every business. But if you again go back to the why, and if I, I maybe follow up with the role, what you would enjoy doing, that's a good way because. If you, if you like the idea of business coaching, and that's a model where the franchisee really runs with it in the very beginning, and you love helping uh, small businesses either cut expense or become more efficient or giving them different ways of running their business, but you don't like the whole idea of 
networking, you're more introverted, you don't like the aspect of going out there, doing webinars, presentations, knocking on doors, that may not be a good fit, right? The, the end product may be. So the question to ask is, if that is the franchisee's role, probably not a good fit. But can there be a person in place that maybe helps you kind of open the door salesperson and then you work together, you kind of take over once that new customer signed up, that's a possibility. But in those cases, it's typically the same person. And that's where we work together to help you figure out if the role is a good match based off your personality and what you're looking for. Uh, investment is another one. You know what you're, It's not just what you have access to, but what you're open to invest. If you have millions in the bank or great credit and you can get funding uh, for a million dollar location, great. But if your comfort level is to invest uh, $100,000 and nothing more, nothing less, then it probably won't be looking at a physical location. It'll probably be a service business and we sh- shift gears. Uh, the great part is whatever you end up buying uh, business-wise, franchise-wise, uh, that next business can be completely related or completely unrelated. You can be in the food business to start and then your next business is a, is a small business coaching and vice versa. So, um, you know, so don't feel like you're, you're locked into that one business. So lots to think about here. Your why, your role, your investment, your employees, where you're located, how many hours you're putting in and when. That's one thing I forgot to mention. If you're working 10 to 20 hours a week, is it a few hours during the day, a few hours in the evening, weekends? Is it just nights and weekends? Is it just weekends? Um, there's some time sensitivity to certain businesses. So uh, I tell you all this because I do this kind of in the background when I work with each and one of our candidates. Um, I always jokingly say our service is always free. So why go it alone? We're here to help. Uh, I've owned both franchise, non-franchise businesses and work for corporate America, have been through three mergers at the last three companies, all with massive layoffs. Um, you know, I've been laid off in the past as well. So I hear you. I can talk to you through that. And uh, my biggest thing is uh, get on a, we'll get on a call for 20 minutes and de- decide together if franchise ownership is even a, a good fit or a possibility. Uh, sometimes uh, those calls are, 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 they move on to a second. And in many cases, they don't because the timing isn't right. Franchising is right, is, the, is a great fit, but don't have the capital or business ownership is a good fit, but it's not franchising. You know, they, they don't want that system they can run with. They really want to build the business from scratch. And, and that's fine as well. This isn't, you know, franchising is, is definitely not for everyone. And I want to be very clear in that. Not everyone looking at a franchise should open a franchise. Uh, but anyway, that's the whole, we, we've, we've covered some shows on that. I hope you enjoyed that. This, this is plenty uh, to, to, to think about. Great homework. You could do this all in an hour. And uh, I encourage you, if you want some assistance, we, we help. We don't charge we get paid directly from the franchise companies. So uh, feel free to reach out. Go to the website, ggthefranchiseguide.com. You can book a 20-minute call with me. Again, it's a 20-minute time investment. I think it's well worth the investment. We'll walk through your, your goals, why you're doing this. We'll jump into the types of ownership, what to be looking for. And then uh, we decide together if a franchise is, is a good fit. And then you know we, we, uh, we have a second call. And if you're interested, we, we book that second call. If not, you know, we're, we're, we're here to help. And, uh, you know, I guarantee you'll learn something new. So again, appreciate your, um, your advice, suggestions, comments. We look forward to those. We have another show recording later today, uh, and, uh, we will talk soon. Thanks everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in. Whenever you're ready, here are three ways Giuseppe can help. 
One, if you've ever considered owning a business of any kind, you owe it to yourself to get a copy of Giuseppe's book, Franchise Freedom. Download your free copy at ggthefranchiseguide.com slash book. Two, want to understand how successful executives make the transition from corporate to owning their own franchise? Join Giuseppe's next online presentation, Franchise Freedom, How to Escape the Corporate World and Have Financial and Time Freedom by Owning a Franchise by going to ggthefranchiseguide.com slash video. Three, want to work with Giuseppe one-on-one to identify the right franchise opportunity for you to navigate the process and get plugged into experienced franchising advisors? Send him an email to gg at ggthefranchiseguide.com with one-on-one in the subject and he'll send you all the details.